It's time for the latest buzz on pets from around the corner, down the block, and across the world with award-winning journalist, author, speaker, educator, and host, Arden Moore. Arden has twice been named by Oprah Winfrey as one of her top three pet hosts. The New York Times has named Arden one of their top ten hosts. And just this year, the Dog Writers Association of America has given this show, Four-Legged Life, its top radio award. Arden is driven to live her motto, bringing out the best in pets and their people. So snuggle up with your favorite fur baby, because it's time for another episode of Arden Moore's Four-Legged Life. And we'd like to thank our sponsors this week, Tevra Pet, for a happier and healthier pet. Online at tevrapet.com. And also our good friend Janice at Save My Pet ID Tag. Your pets are never alone when you own Save My Pet ID Tag. Online at savemypetidtag.com. What's up, pet pals? Welcome to Arden Moore's Four-Legged Life Show. I'm your host, Arden Moore. Lights, camera, woof. Hey, our special guest today knows how to bring out the talent in dogs and cats. She has not one, but two deaf dogs who are Guinness World Record holders. Oh, yeah, she has a pair of cats who also are very miavelous in front of cameras. Please give pause and applause to the multi-talented founder of the Ultimates, and I love this, Holly Woof stars, Melissa Millet. Welcome to the show, Melissa. Thank you so much for having us. Hey, bow wow, we got so much to cover today, but um, I'm going to ask the pet pals out there this. When you hear the name Stephen King, I'm uh, betting a chill goes up and down your spine. He is the king of scare. Now, his latest book, his book that he's had, Pet Cemetery, is now turned into another movie. I think it's a prequel. You'll tell us a little bit more, Melissa. Come on, you know that. Pet Cemetery. And Melissa's dog, I love the name, Jellybean, is transformed into a zombie dog. And Jellybean's sharing the screen with some people we might know, you know, David Duchovny, Pam Greer. You know, Henry Thomas. Wow. It's awesome. So let's just dive in. Melissa, Jelly Bean, you have a special name for him. You call him the what of dogs? I call him the Brad Pitt of dogs. <laughs> oh, yes. And why is that? Well, he, he, there's some animals just have that special something that the entertainment business is attracted to. And I remember when I was casting animals for a commercial, one of my animals that I represent said, I feel like I'm always, my dog is always up for jobs against Jellybean. Maybe they're similar. I said, no, he's always chosen and shortlisted for everything. He just has that charisma that Brad could have. But he's deaf. Yes. So that might be now tell us the a little his backstory about how you and Jellybean got to be a team. I adopted Lollipop first by accident, which and is he's a Boston Terrier, right? Yeah, Lollipop is a Boston Terrier. It's interesting. I I grew up with an aunt in the home that was deaf, but I so you there there could be some attraction there, but I I just discovered with Lollipop 
that deaf dogs are incredible mm-hmm. and trainable. And so when I was looking specifically for a healer next, Jellybean came available and he also happened to be deaf. And I thought, that's not really a problem I've discovered. So mm-hmm. I had him. He was born to a, a very good breeder and she couldn't find somebody to take him because people think that they're untrainable. That's she, had, mm-hmm. she had to drive 10 hours each direction to find a rescue to take him. Are you kidding? Now, what is his breed? I think I know, but I want to make sure. He's a red healer. Okay. Okay. All right. So 10 hours one way, 10 hours back to a, to a rescue. Then how did you and the rescue get together to be able to have you adopt Jellybean? I saw him posted on Facebook with a description, and it was what I was looking for, like friendly with people, confident in new environments, brilliant, also happened to be deaf. But they did admit he was one of the most intense cattle dogs that they had seen in rescue. And if anybody knows cattle dogs, (laughs) yeah, (laughs) we're going here now, then we're going here now, we're going to go here. (laughs) That's pretty intense. Is he anywhere around we can say hi to him? Yeah, he was. He gave... I'm just waving him over yeah. because he's deaf. And <laughs> so, Mr. Brad Pitt of the Wolf World, um, this is kind of cool. How how did he land uh, the role in the new Pet Cemetery? Tell us when it's airing and what's his character's name if he has one. So, Jellybean. So, actually, I did. The, I worked on the Pet Cemetery remake, the 2019 uh-huh. as well, with the cats. So, Tonic, okay. that was just sitting beside me, played church. And I bring when I when I shoot a movie, I bring all of my animals because I love them and I don't want to be separated from them. So I say, hey, if you want to hire me, I'm showing up with 10 dogs. total. <laughs> OK, so the, got a chance to meet Jellybean uh-huh. and Jellybean played a scene as Biffer, but they didn't find that it fit. So they didn't use that scene. So when they didn't use that scene, they still thought it was a great scene. So when they came back to shoot the prequel, the same producer knew that he wanted Jellybean to play Hendrix. Hendrix. <laughs> and Hendrix is a zombie dog, right? Yes. He's now, a zombie. I've seen some little promo clips for the Pet Cemetery. I understand it uh it was released in October, correct? The movies? Yes. Okay. So he doesn't look as dapper as he does now. Tell us what Hollywood did to your dog to make him a zombie dog. I hired somebody who specializes in special effects, and he worked with the Dobermans from Resident Evil. And I, he <laughs> came in and he showed us coloration. So because we're responsible for coloring the animals because I, I want to make sure that they don't get stressed with the process. So I'm controlling over that to make not that they would anybody would want to stress the animals. But they're my animals, and I yes. can for it. So we, I had a meeting with him on what coloration should look like, and we submit videos. We used mud, egg whites, and chalk to make them look more rugged. But, you know, a cattle dog doesn't have far to go. You know, they're pretty rugged looking as is. They're a yeah. great fit for zombies. <laughs> so because he's deaf, that actually was a benefit. Tell us why. Because I'm assuming there's a lot of noise going around on a movie set. How were you able to channel Jellybean to be Hendrix and be that spooky zombie, but following his cue, your cues? 
we had to do a lot of interesting camera angles. Okay. But in one of the scenes, you see that the characters, the actors come out of the car and they're supposed to call him and he's not supposed to respond. Oh, okay. That was a little easier than, <laughs> than it would be if we were training a dog to not respond or look to the calls. Perfect. And then I had all sorts of uh, training tricks and camera angle tricks to make sure that, um, that he was performing the behavior correctly. And there's a scene where he's creeping, walking slowly and creepy down the driveway, and they actually paint me out of the shot. Oh, cool. So is he like being a low crawl kind of a soldier move or what was his move? You know, there's the, the stock of the herding dog when they're close to the livestock. Oh, yeah. So I, I worked, I trained for the stock, but the, the challenging piece is that that's something that, that they'll do generally close up. And it's, le- it's more of a border collie thing than a cattle dog. You know, these guys, yeah. they do come in and, and bite. They will stalk, but I had to get the stalk 15, 20 feet away. Very long time. Now, are you disappointed that you got erased from Pet Cemetery? <laughs> well, that's it. Just makes it less fun to watch the movie with me because I'm like, I'm right there. I'm hiding behind <laughs> the tree. I'm under his feet. And my daughter says, "Are you going to do this again?" <laughs> hey, everyone. We're speaking with uh, Melissa Millet. She's an amazing animal trainer. We actually have a connection. We're going to talk about after the break. But we're going to talk about her other dog, Lollipop. And the fact that they're both lollipop and jelly bean are Guinness World Record holders. So you all know the drill. Sit, stay. We'll be right back. Got dog? One of the best ways to show your pet how much you love them is to take a pet first aid class. Arden Moore is a master certified pet first aid CPR instructor and founder of Pet First Aid for You. Very cool! These classes are fun and practical and feature pet safety dog Kona and cat Casey. No way! Yes, a real dog and cat teaching duo. Wait, Wait, what? All classes are veterinarian approved and are available in person or via Zoom. Ready to sign up for a class? Sorry, it's it's just for people. Arden Moore's Pet First Aid for You classes are proudly supported by Zinzi Pie's Save My Pet ID Tags. Pet parents who wear Zinzi Pie's Save My Pet ID Tags in bracelet, keychain, and pendant versions are assured that their beloved fur babies will continue to receive the loving care that they deserve, even if the pet parents are not able to provide it. Online at SaveMyPetIDTag.com. What's up, pet pals? Welcome back to the Four-Legged Life Show. I'm your host, Arden Moore, and we're talking with a renowned animal trainer. Her name is Melissa Mellett. She's at uh, Ultimates and Holly Woof Stars. And we were talking about uh, Jelly Bean uh, doing pretty well in the movie. I mean, how was how did he relate? Uh, who got the bigger um, trailer, David Duchovny or Jelly Bean? Uh, Jelly Bean got the bigger trailer because he <laughs> had bring nine brothers and sisters. Oh, he's quite a diva. He brought an entourage. But that is, I I do travel with the animals in a trailer when they work long days. I make it part of our negotiation because I don't want them to just sit in a kennel all day waiting to work. 
And I don't want him out on set becoming overwhelmed. So I bring a motor home so that he can be as if he's in his own home or living room, rest, and then come out ready to work. I like it. But now we all know he had a bigger one than David Duchovny. He's spoiled. Yeah, he's spoiled. (laughs) So how was the cast with him? You you also have, you know, Pam Greer. I love her. And Henry Thomas. Well, Pam Greer was hands down the coolest. She was so cool. Such an animal lover. Such a cool lady. And she was just phenomenal to work with. And I... I wanted more out of him. Actually, I looked at the scene. It was amazing. But I know what I can train at home. And, yeah. and I didn't feel that he had performed at the time how I thought he could until I watched the movie. And I was like, wow, that's amazing. But <laughs> I thought, it, oh, wow, that's the best scene. But Pam was really supportive. She was like, no, it looks amazing. I'm a dog lover. You tell me what you need. And David was really cool as well. That's but cool. He, yeah, a scene with David that was cut. Well, tell us, because we're going to want to know it. This is an exclusive here on our show. Come on. So originally, Jelly Bean didn't start out as the zombie dog. He started out as a regular dog. But they sometimes change things as they watch it later and say, you know, that doesn't make sense. And I agree with the changes. So he came out where Judd and Bill Baderman met in the town. David Duchovny plays Bill Baderman. So he was belonging to Bill Baderman and he came out and met in the town. And oh. yeah, but I, I, I was sad they cut. I always want more time to see the dollars, <laughs> even if it didn't fully make sense. Did you know that Jackson White that played Judd is the daughter of Married with Children? Oh, Kathy Sagal, uh, Sagal or whatever. Really? There's no, a yeah. small world, isn't it? Isn't it? He was so, a great dog. Moving on. So what about Lollipop, your Boston Terrier? Where's Lollipop? Is Lollipop anywhere around? So Lollipop is my, she's giving me the, she's stiffing me. She says I'm napping. <laughs> Lollipop is my I'm doggy dog. diva. <laughs> yeah. She's like, excuse me, I'm comfortable. When a deaf dog doesn't want to respond, I don't know if you know this, they simply just look away and pretend they didn't see you. And it's really funny to just see your dog sitting there looking away, ignoring you. Anyway. Back to the paw, because I really can't listen. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't see you. It's not my fault. Lollipop is everything that everybody would want in a dog. She's just gentle and sweet, and she constantly tries to do the right thing. And she was my first deaf dog. Eight wow. years old. And how did you come to get together? Actually, I ended up getting in a car accident and I lost a Boston Terrier in the car accident. It was very sad. And her breeder, knowing that she was a breeder and loving the Boston Terrier breed, somebody said, this little Boston Terrier is deaf. She couldn't sell. And she's been given to the county pound. And she said, I know somebody that would like this dog. She asked me if I wanted her and I said, I had already gotten another puppy. This was only about six weeks later. But, you know, when you're in love and you... Yeah. (laughs) But I I saw a dog that I wanted and I said, I just got a puppy. But bring her to me. I can foster her. I'd love to. And I can find somebody to adopt her. So I brought... She brought her to me. I laid eyes on her. And I said, that's my dog. There's no way. That dog's not going anywhere. So I guess you're not mud dogginess, right? <laughs> yes. And we need to brag a little bit. You've got some dogs and cats that are in the Guinness World Records. And I have to share this. 
One of my little dogs, Cleo, was an original member of the SoCal Surf Dogs. And about 11 years ago, we got a modified surfboard and we got a bunch of dogs on that board with a surfer in the witnessing of the Guinness people in San Diego. And what whoever dogs finished made it. So we had a boxer, we had a golden retriever, we had all these dogs. And my little terrier mix, Cleo, surfed all the way to shore with all the pack. There were 17 dogs that made it. And we raised $72,000 for the San Diego Humane Society. So we have records together. What do you think? Wow, $72,000. That's incredible. Yeah. But five records? Is that right? Yeah, five records. Let's do it. Do the, Let's go run down. Boom, boom, boom. Guinness reached out to me and said, you know, we're looking, we, we love what your workout. I want to see what would you submit for a record if, you know, if you're going to submit directly to us. And I thought about some really cool, unique submissions. I looked at my dogs. I have 10 dogs and my deaf dogs had the strongest tricks. Oh my gosh, really? Yeah. Wow. It's, you know, it wasn't that they were the, a novelty act. It was just, I wanted to, I w- you know, it's exciting to have a record. I'm going to submit my best stuff. Then it just happened to be my deaf dogs. My first three records were bounce passes of a basketball with my red healer, okay. where we bounce it back and forth as if we're dribbling to each other. Let's do it. Ready? You bounce, I'll catch. Go ahead. Yeah. Like, yeah. Bounce, catch, pass. Yeah. <laughs> really cool. The second was the fastest five meter pushing of a ball under his paws. Okay. And then the last was my favorite trick of all time. The Bengal cat and the Boston Terrier riding a scooter together. The fastest five meters on a scooter. Okay. What's the other two records? After those records were submitted, I I was contacted by the Guinness World Records show in Italy, which is low show de record or however you pronounce it. And I was asked if I would travel with the animals to Italy. So I took lollipop and sashimi because they fit under my seat. And we acquired the fastest 10 meter on a scooter and live in the, in the studio audience, which was incredible. It looks sort of like America's Got Talent. It's a massive lead wall, all screen. It's an amazing for a cat to travel to Italy. And lollipop acquired the most distance accumulated in one minute on a 16 foot tightrope. Wow, that is whack. So what's your parting message you want to share with people and how can people follow you? I I would say we have a big message for working with disabled dogs that they do make incredible pets. I have five disabled dogs on our show. My sister has a deaf dog as well. And I have a puppy that has spina bifida and she is an incredibly inspirational little dog. We want them to know not to overlook these incredible pets. When it comes to cats, these friends love to work as much as dogs. It's a great way to provide mental stimulation for animals that spend a lot of time indoors. So consider training your kitty cat that you have at home. And how do we find you? You can find me on Facebook or Instagram. The Ultimates is uh, my favorite place to share amazing videos and programs that you can get involved in if you're looking for cat training. I love it. And everybody, please give a pause and applause to uh, Melissa Millett. I mean, she's the real deal. And so are her pets that are working pets. They're living full lives. They're not just snoozing on a couch. We're going to take a quick break. So you all know the drill. We got to sit and stay. We'll be right back. 
This is Arden Moore's Four-Legged Life, and because you wanted it, we've created a new Four-Legged Life monthly digital newsletter. And in addition to fun stories, health and safety tips, and of course, lots of cute pet pics, we'll be having monthly contests and awesome prizes exclusive to newsletter subscribers. So grab your fur baby and get over to fourleggedlife.com and get yourself subscribed today for the new Four-Legged Life monthly digital newsletter. Welcome back to Arden Moore's Four-Legged Life Show. Yep, I'm your host, Arden Moore. Hey, our next guests are really making life safer, happier, and better for pets in Omaha, Nebraska. Please welcome to the show, Kristen Hosepal. She is the organizer for the Omaha Area Pet Sitters and Jessica Gleason, co-owner of Pups with a Purpose. Welcome. Welcome, ladies. Thank you. Thank you. We have to confess, we all know each other. Let's start with uh, Kristen. Way back in probably the fall of 2022, I, I get this email, you introducing yourself, bring everybody up to speed. How does Arden Moore know Jessica Gleason and Christine Holzapal? And we weren't in prison together. So take it away. <laughs> um, back in uh, the summer months and the fall months, we were looking for someone to teach our pet sitters first aid and CPR in person. In the state of Nebraska, there's not anybody that we could find that was willing to come do it. And we got connected with Allison from Allison Helps Cats in Lincoln, who then connected us with you, Arden. And it's all uphill from there. (laughs) (laughs) So my team... Pet safety dog Kona and pet safety cat Casey and I drove over 700 miles from Dallas to Omaha, and we were very honored to teach several classes in pet first aid with you all and also pet behavior talk. So we want to thank you because it was a fun road trip, and we got to do it at a place called Pups with a Purpose. And Jessica, tell people what that is because I was very, I had canine envy the first time I put my first (laughs) foot in the door. Yeah. So Pups with a Purpose is a dog training company in Omaha. um, And we specialize in training therapy dogs, not therapy cats yet, but (laughs) therapy dogs. Casey will come help you. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So um, we also do classes and we have a doggy daycare. So um, Kristen and I um, have known each other just um, because we're both in the dog industry. And she reached out and asked if we could host um, CPR classes here. And I was so excited that it, A, there was someone um, that we could take classes from and B, that I could be a part of it. So... Oh, you were great. So how far back do you go, Kristen? How did you guys hook up as friends in the world of dogs? Oh, gosh. How old is how old is Raleigh now? He is seven. So five years ago now, I think maybe maybe even a little bit longer. I like how you do this. You you subtract. Is that a dog or a child? Yeah, it's a dog. (laughs) It's a dog. Um, Jessica and I both went through the same um, dog training program. Oh. Um, with our personal dogs. Mm-hmm. And then 
on my end, I kind of became like a, an apprentice by proxy. <laughs> I didn't actually complete the apprentice program with that specific dog trainer, but um, Jessica, I think you did. I did. Mm-hmm. Um, but we are both, we were both kind of mentored by the same dog trainer as we got started yeah, with yeah. our businesses. Jessica went the dog training route. I went the pet sitting route. And it's been nice having that team that we just back each other up. Yeah. Wholeheartedly. So yeah. you were trying to explain Omaha area pet sitters. It, it's my understanding that um, I know on your website, everybody's going to dash over to it. You've got over uh, 1.2 thousand uh, followers, but you're kind of a, it says it's a client connection service with more than 70 independently owned and operated pet sitting companies in Omaha area. Tell us a little bit about what your job is. You're like the ringmaster. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yeah. So I started Omaha area pet sitters last year, um, almost exactly a year ago. Um, And I basically started it to get connected with other pet sitters in the area because I no longer had room in my schedule for new clients. And I wanted people that I could trust to refer clients to also to have that backup if I ever needed to take some time off Um, as a solo sitter, that's, that can get really difficult sometimes. Um, And the sitters that I was using were all getting full too. So we were kind of running into a wall where we had no one to refer to, even though we knew there was a ton of people out there. Yeah. It's hard to be like, I wholeheartedly trust you with my clients kind of thing. Right. Um, So I started it basically as like a, I don't know, like it was just like a sitter group at first. So it was just, it was just sitters. And as it grew, I kind of realized that there were things that I was aware of that they were not aware of in the pet sitting industry, as far as um, different technology that we can use, different products, um, different educational options. Um, So it was kind of, it kind of became my goal to bring that continuing education to the sitters of Omaha. Um, so build it, they will come? Yes. <laughs> Essentially, that is what has happened. Um, and then... All you friends in Iowa. Sorry from the movie. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, we... So as we grew, I realized that we could use this network to help the community as well. Um, so we started out by having a big pet sitting network meeting that we hosted at... How long ago was this that you created Omaha Area Pet Sitters? I know that it's been five years based on your dog that you've been with Jessica, but um, <laughs> as friends. Um, only a year. Really? Yeah. All right. So here's one thing I want to delve in because we're <laughs> going to talk about some things that you guys do in the community. But what were you doing before this? Were you a brain surgeon? What were you doing, <laughs> Kristen? Um, before... Doing this uh, before starting this network, um, I was just a solo full time pet sitter um, running my own business. And then I also host bar trivia and I also own a small baking business. Excuse me. You said, (laughs) what was this? What was the second one? And watch the dog counter surfing behind you. Crazy. Yeah, there's a bag of treats back there. Um, I host bar trivia. Nice. Nice. Yeah. All right. Well, um, and how about um, you, Jessica? I know you and your husband, Nate, own Pups with a Purpose. 
Mm-hmm. How long have you been in the dog world? What were you doing prior to this? And this is kind of a cool center and it's not that old. Yeah. So um, I worked in uh, the nonprofit realm before this, um, working with at-risk children, um, oh, teaching nice. social skills. Yeah. So um, um, I like to say I got my um, uh, my start in behavior modification um, working with kids. <laughs> That's funny though. (laughs) It's it's funny um, because Jessica and I actually did the same thing. Oh yeah. Prior to getting into dogs, I also worked at the same place, but we were at separate times. Yeah. Oh my gosh. It was fate that you guys were going to get together with the love of dogs. Yeah. Yeah. Keep going. So you and your husband, how long has Pups with a Purpose been around? Yeah. So, um, I adopted my dog Stanley in 2018 and he showed a, um, um, a sensitivity to people's emotions. And so I, um, having a background in mental health, wanted to help people and, um, alongside my dog would be an extra bonus. So we got certified as a therapy dog team in 2018. And I quickly noticed that there was a need in Omaha to help people also become certified. So I started Pups with a Purpose in 2019. um, And we opened our facility um, last fall in 2020. uh, Yeah, 2022. So big is this place? It it was pretty big. Yeah, 4,700 square feet. So wow. Yeah, that's a lot of dog hair to vacuum. It is. It is a lot of vacuuming. (laughs) Hey, uh, we're speaking with uh, Kristen Holzoffel and Jessica Gleason, uh, two uh, movers and shakers for dogs that wag tails in Omaha. We're going to plunge into some of the things that they're doing to bring out the best in pets after we take this break. So, you know, the drill, sit, stay. We'll be right back. This is Arden Moore's Four-Legged Life, and because you wanted it, we've created a new Four-Legged Life monthly digital newsletter. And in addition to fun stories, health and safety tips, and of course, lots of cute pet pics, we'll be having monthly contests and awesome prizes exclusive to newsletter subscribers. So grab your fur baby and get over to fourleggedlife.com and get yourself subscribed today for the new Four-Legged Life monthly digital newsletter. Welcome back to Arden Moore's Four-Legged Life Show. Yep, I'm your host, Arden Moore. I've got two dynamos from Omaha, Nebraska. Uh, I'm going to go with Jessica Gleason of Pups with a Purpose and Kristen Ozafel from Omaha Area Pet Sitters. So as looking, I mean, I was honored that you brought me to Omaha with Kona and Casey to teach pet first aid, but you guys didn't just sit back and take a little coffee break. Um, I'm looking at, are you organizing a dog prom? Or uh, you know, that's a business here in Omaha, the Omaha Dog Bar. They're hosting oh. dog prom this year. 
So part of your role, Kristen, is to give shout outs about dog and, and other pet activities right going on in the Omaha area. Yeah. Really, a dog prom, do they get a corsage or do they just get, you know, a meaty treat? I honestly can't say that I've ever been if they've done it in the past. So I'm not entirely sure what it all entails, but I do think dogs dress up. Yeah, I do. Yeah, that happens. <laughs> well, and speaking of dressing up at Pups with a Purpose, I love when dogs graduate. There's waterboards. <laughs> What's going on there, Je- uh, Jessica? Yeah, we we like to celebrate these dogs and people's wins. So we like to do graduation up. And my puppy trainers, they love to get creative. So they do little hats and we have a sign and you get certificates. So it's it's just fun. We love to celebrate. So that's right. So one of your more uh, favorite uh, classes um, there there. I saw there was an egg relay race with pets, with a leash, with a person outdoors. I love that idea. Tell us what what that what's the purpose of it? Yeah. So that would be one of our advanced classes. And, um, and we, um, yes. So we know that people and dogs can be inherently competitive. So in order to keep people, um, practicing at home, we do relay races and competitions. Um, so that specific one was, um, with, um, the goal was that your dog was walking nicely loose on the leash next to you while the human is holding a spoon with an egg in it. And if you drop the egg, then you're out. So, so fun. Distance do they have to walk? I think it was about 10 to 15 feet. So not too far, but yeah, we had, they got into it. The people really (laughs) got into it. (laughs) Well, you said you're, you're uh, one of your other classes. That's pretty popular. It's called puppy socials. What is that? Yeah. So our puppy socials class is, um, for dogs under six months old and it's, um, it's just a puppy play hour. So, um, uh, a lot of our obedience classes focus on the relationship between the handler and the dog. And so we wanted to give a whole separate class dedicated to dogs learning about play and socialization from each other. So that is the It's so fun to watch the puppies, um, especially the shy puppies come out of their shells. Um, How do you help a shy puppy out of their shell? What's a tip you can give our listeners? Yeah. So, um, it helps if you, um, if you buddy up with a more confident dog. So, and then we let them sometimes depending on the dog, we just let them hang out and watch and they get to see all these other dogs have fun, meet friends. And then they might try to make a friend with one dog. And so we'll let them, you know, go in a corner and uh, get to know each other and play and bounce. Exchange P-mail. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. And then by the next class, they're romping around and spinning and, and um, you know, doing all, all the tricks and things. So we just give them space to kind of check things out. We don't rush, rush into the play. So I like that. And for those of you uh, watching this on uh, YouTube, uh, who's giving you a kiss on the, on the cheek, uh, Kristen? <laughs> This is Gracie. And what's Gracie's 411? Gracie, um, she is a therapy dog, and eventually I'll be able to handle her. (laughs) And we'll be joining pups with a purpose and doing fun activities with them. Um, But right now, she's just the um, Omaha Area Pet Sitters spokes dog. (laughs) 
<laughs> and what kind of dog is she? How old is she? She's a three-year-old uh, golden doodle. And how did you get her? Um, she actually came from a client mm-hmm. who um, who passed away, and Gracie was left to us. So, well, she loves you. I can see the energy. <laughs> I can see the energy. What is something, uh, Jessica, that dogs have done to you? And then I'm going to ask Kristen to make you a better human. Oh, that's a good question. Um, I would say um, that dogs have taught me so many things, um, but really that consistency is more important than anything else. So you can teach a dog um, something, um, but you're going to have to consistently reinforce that and consistently practice it in order for it to, um, in order for that dog to learn. And then in order for that skill to count when you want it to. Um, so consistency and, and preparation. And so I try to take that into my daily life outside of dogs too. The other thing I hear from you is that you spend time quietly observing the dogs and their interactions. And, and I noticed when I met you, you pay attention to others around you. So maybe that's a skill you picked up too. You, you, you don't just talk, you watch and then speak with a purpose. Yes. Yep. (laughs) I like that. So in Omaha, I just got to stay for like five days but there is the inner rail. It's an area that used to be a racetrack or something and very pet friendly. I'll start with Kristen first. What, what is the flavor for dogs, cats in, in Omaha? What's give us a come some examples that make it like a nice place to be a dog or a cat. Oh, it's, it's huge. Um, the pet population in Omaha is ridiculous. Um, which why is why I thought it was so important to, kind of build this sitter client connection service because people all over Omaha are always looking for sitters. Um, but like, I mean, we have dog parks popping up all over the place. Um, anytime they build like a new big area, there's almost always a dog park in it at this point. Nice. That's nice um, to know. Yeah. Um, most apartment buildings that allow dogs um, have dog parks in them as well. Um, which is a huge thing um, because that's not all that hasn't always been the case. And I think a lot of dog friendly eateries too. I mean, outside Mm -hmm. of course, when the weather isn't wacky. (laughs) Yeah. And there's also a few breweries around Omaha that don't serve food that, uh, that do allow dogs to be inside. Oh, nice. Yeah. How about for, for you, Jessica, what are some dog perks of being in Omaha and what is something you want to do maybe at Pups with a Purpose to expand some other options going down the, down the trail? Yeah, I think Omaha um, is, there are a lot of dogs and that has, um, so that there's a lot of demand here and we have um, a lot of, we have a huge pet professional network, which is really yes. cool. Um, so our, uh, puppy parents and, and, and pet parents, um, really do have so many options to find professionals that fit within, um, um, that will work with them and, and, and on things that they want to see. So, um, I really, yeah, it's just really cool to see, you know, 
we have Facebook groups and people will be like, oh, I need this. And and there's so many recommendations under each one of those um, posts. It's a very pet welcoming place. I can attest to it. Bring (laughs) Pet Safety Dog Kona and Pet Safety Cat Casey there. I can't believe it's the show's, that's it. I mean, the time goes by so fast. (laughs) I do want at this time to give a big pause up to our special guests. We had uh, Kristen and Jessica Omaha area pet sitters on Facebook and pupswithapurpose.com is the website and also the same Facebook. Is that correct, Jessica? Yep, that's correct. Um, Also, big thanks to all you radio stations, coast to coast, airing our show. And a big thank you to all you pet pals for tuning in. And until next time, this is your host, Arden Moore, saying to all you two, three, and four-leggers out there, Thanks for listening to this episode of Arden Moore's Four-Legged Life. And we'd like to thank our sponsors this week, Tevra Pet, for a happier and healthier pet. Online at tevrapet.com. And also our good friend Janice at Save My Pet ID Tag. Your pets are never alone when you own Save My Pet ID Tag. Online at savemypetidtag.com. For more information about the host, to listen to past programs, and watch video versions of our guest interviews, our website is fourleggedlife.com. And have a pawsome week.